This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Talk money to me. Welcome to Talk Money To Me. This is your financial need-to-know podcast. We would argue the only podcast you should listen to when it comes to the markets and investable ideas. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Candace Burke. And I'm Felicity Thomas. And we're really excited to bring you once again one of our favourite episodes. Drum roll our order pad. Now in these episodes, Candace and I discuss listed companies which have caught our eye. Maybe the companies display an impressive growth numbers we simply can't ignore. Perhaps the business has recently reported solid financial figures or they're in a really interesting sector with lots of potential. Or which is relevant right now, the market has oversold these shares, leading us to the conclusion that now is an ideal time to buy these businesses. I mean, lots of businesses have been oversold lately, right? So that category is tick. Everything. (laughs) Because the market is in a bit of a panic state, right? With everything that's going on. But before we get into the nitty gritty of these Autopad episodes, and I guess the fun part, even though we are registered financial advisors at Shrine Partners, both Felicity and I, please note that the stocks that we talk about is not considered personal advice. Do your own research, guys, um, because we have done ours. And in fact, all the facts and information that we're discussing on our show is not to be considered personal financial advice or is it a financial product. The content, in fact, discussed on this show is general in nature and you should, as always, as I say, go out and seek your own appropriate advice before you make your own decisions. That's right. And everything that we discussed today are based on facts known at the time, which is the 4th of October, 2022. Alrighty. So with that out of the way, Felicity, I'm excited to get back into the Autopad episode. It's one of our favorites. Now, what company are you bringing to today's Autopad? I'm actually bringing the company called iLuca Resources. Now the code is ILU on the ASX and I've got a buy for iLuca Resources. Now this isn't a small cap or a micro cap and the market caps... Oh, very different. I know, the market cap is actually 3.95 billion approximately with a nice little dividend yield of around 4%, even though it's a little bit less than what the market had hoped for. Who are you and what have you done with Felicity? I know, well I've done IGO right and now now I Luca, so I'm mixing it up a little bit. Well, it's good to have large cap, you know, stocks in your portfolio. That's so I like this. You've got my attention. All right. So why Luca? Give me the rundown. All right. So a little bit about Iluca first is basically they're a global mineral sands resource company. It's actually involved in the exploration, project development, operations and marketing of mineral sands products. So I guess the main mineral sands products are rutile, the synthetic rutile, illuminate, zircon, and they have 
got a wide range of uses in consumer, lifestyle and industrial applications. They're actually really involved for an electrified future. And very much so in everyday kind of appliances, like you're saying. So, all right, another future-facing commodity play. That's it. That's what we're liking at the moment. So, this mineral sands and rare earth producer could actually be one of the best ASX 200 resources shares to buy right now. It's actually been sold off in the last month, down around 15%. That's a lot. Yeah, well, just like the market, right? There's three key reasons why I really like Iluka and why I'm bullish on it. So firstly, the valuation. Like I think Iluka is undervalued, trading at four and a half times EBITDA versus other key rare earth peers at 13 times and other mineral sands pigment peers at five times. So that's one. Two, it's mineral sands and rare earth production growth. So Iluka is really at the forefront of the shift to global electrification. So we're predicting a big boost to earnings in the coming years, predicting a 60% increase in EBITDA over the next five years to 2027. So that's two, growth. Then the third point is the Zircon and TI2 feedstock markets are in a supply side driven deficit from 2021. So the markets are remaining tight. So we see upside risk to prices this half. I guess what I want to say here is there's a huge fall in global supply with mine depletion and production cuts. So there's going to be a strong rebound in global demand for ceramics. Right. So huge demand also for the product is another compelling reason, right? Is essentially what you're saying. That's it. So the top three global zircon production controls is about 60 to 70% of supply. So it's pretty compelling uh, buy right now. So what you're saying is the three top global zircon productions control the majority of the global supply. Correct. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then what about the financials? Let's look under the hood for the company. I think what I want to point out is there's 600 million net cash, even after the 106 million cash to SRX. So that was uh, Sierra Retail. Um, Now, they've got the option to fund the diverse growth pipeline via the company's MOF facility and the Australian government funding for REO. So that's the first one. Now, the second financial that I want to bring up is mineral sands revenues actually up 30%. So reflecting higher prices across all of Iluca's products. Now, mineral sands EBITDA of 505 million, which is up 69%, and mineral sands EBITDA margins improved to 53% from 41 from the first half of 2021. They're big numbers. Yeah, exactly. So there's actually been a 186% increase in profit for the first half of 2022 to $368.5 Now, I think what's really important here is the portfolio has really been reshaped with Sierra Rutile demerged with 106, $106 million cash, including $45 million US in rehabilitation costs. So that's actually one to have a little look at, Sierra Rutile SRX. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely has reshaped the whole company. In the outlook. So, what about, I guess, another thing that we chat about often when we look at companies is future catalysts, negative or positive? I'm guessing you're seeing some positive catalysts. So I guess we always want to look at catalysts, right? Why is it a buy? So the company is actually expected to start its retail mill in WA by mid next year. So this is the Aniba Rare Earth Refinery, which will be a new growth engine following recent approvals and a $1.25 billion non-recourse loan from the Australian government to build it. So basically 
it has the government's backing it. The government's backing it, right? Why is this so important? Is it will actually be the third of its kind outside of China. So it's a very strategic move by Aluka. Yeah, it sounds very compelling. So that's an awesome, you know, I guess sales pitch from you. Um, And I can see why it's a buy. And I think it's a great addition to the order pad at the moment. So why is it a buy right now? And why should you add it to your order pad? So I guess Mineral Sands price tailwinds continue into the second half of this year. So Iluka is a fully sold Zircon and high grade feedstocks for the second half of 2022. Iluka and industry and inventory levels are very low. So actually to paraphrase the Austin Powers character gold member, markets are toit. Yes, toit like a tiger. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. How was that little impression? <laughs> that was, uh, that, take, that took me back to the movie. <laughs> now it's not just about demand in the Iluka narrative. It's about supply. So Iluka is building a healthy cash buffer, deleveraged via net cash, ahead of some major long-term growth drivers, Rare Earth, Aniva, Wimara and Mineral Sands, Atacama. Now, hence Iluka is well-funded, not least because of the risk of sharing Rare Earth project funding with the Aussie government. Short answer is Iluka still looks very interesting as a value proposition. So look at Iluka, take a little peek at Sierra Rutail, code is SRX. I think what's important is the 52-week range of Iluka has been between $7.85 to $11.96. It's around $9.40. Actually, I think it's a little bit higher, $9.80 when I last checked and hopped on this. Our 12-month price target at Shore and Partners is $13.35. So it's about 40 to 45% uh, upside from current levels, give or take. That's enough from me. We're going to hear Candace's top picks, but first let's hear from our sponsors. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, we are back. Okay, so Candice, what is your pick for the Autopad? Okay, so today I want to chat about the healthcare industry. As a sector, historically, it has outperformed during, you know, market downturns, volatile times, and I think the current period is no exception. So a couple of stats before I get into the stock idea. For the first half so far of 2022, the healthcare sector has captured only just about half of the equity market downfall at the moment. So what I mean by that is let's look at Jan to June 2022. The MSCI index has come off about 
20.5%, so let's call it 20.5%, versus the MSCI World Index is only off half that, about 10%. And then if you look back further, Felicity, what I found interesting was similarly, you know, during the GFC, right? So from November 2007 to Feb 2009, the World Index came off about 53% versus the healthcare uh, MSCI Index was more resilient, still coming off a lot, but only 34%. So my point is... We all know it. It's like kind of the portfolio 101 rule. Healthcare is quite resilient in downturn markets, right? Yeah, and I guess we didn't really see such an uptick with healthcare either over the last couple of years that we kind of thought we would. Now, healthcare is a pretty diverse and large sector. So have you got a little niche subsector in mind? Yeah, I would argue that a diversified income stream, healthcare business, which offers a range of medical services like medical diagnostics, pathology, radiology, you know, R&D, that's just a business you want to own in any business cycle or market cycle. So in the large cap space of the ASX, I really like Sonic Healthcare at the moment, as I think it's one of the more resilient and recession-proof businesses on the ASX. The code, if you don't know it, is SHL, and the company has a long corporate history in Australia dating back to the 1930s. Now, we don't actually have coverage on Sonic, but I wanted to offer a large cap stock idea, which is a attractive to me trading on only nine times PE multiple currently. And you know me, Felicity, I can't resist a good value add to the portfolio if it's in the large cap sector of any index. Yeah, I know you do. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not the only one that is sort of echoing this thought because the street agrees with me and the current price target on the stock Sonic is $35. So that's roughly 15% upside on the current market levels. Okay. So I know Sonic's not your pick today though. So what is your healthcare stock idea? So I have channeled you and I've gone to the smaller end of town on the ASX. So the company is Capital Health and the code is CAJ. So it has a market cap of about 320 million and it is similar to Sonic in that it's one of Australia's leading diagnostic imagery and medical services providers. Oh, welcome to the dark side of small cap. I love it. <laughs> well, I love picking a small cap on an update. So it doesn't feel so dark. It feels like we're in the green at the moment. Um, but hopefully I'm right because this stock, I think it would be awesome if it did join the giants like Sonic on the uh, on the top end of town. So Capital Health, what does it do? Well, at the moment, it has about 60 clinics, mainly operating in uh, the Victorian and Tasmanian states of Australia. And its business model is recession proof. And that in the fact that it offers medical services such as MRI scans, ultrasounds, CTs, x-rays, and other similar everyday modern medicine diagnostics imagery services, right? Yeah, well, that's stuff that you still need to do, right? Like you break your leg, you have a baby, you need an ultrasound. I mean, people aren't going to stop doing those things. Exactly. The world moves on. It doesn't really matter what's going on macro-wise in the healthcare sector because as you said, we still need the services. So what are, I guess, your financial highlights? Yeah, so for me, there's a few that they recently reported in FY22. Mainly, you know, revenue was up, which is good, about 3.5% PCP, which is... That's nice. That's nice in a challenging environment. So the revenue came in at 184.2 million. Operating EBITDA, also good, 41.4 million. Free cash flow, lots of it, about 20 million. Uh, And of the operating EBITDA, that equates to about 47%. Operating margins were down though, 
about 22% off given JobKeeper benefits have now dried up. You know, sad, sad. That's very much the reality for a lot of sectors here in Australia. And then also total operating costs were also slightly higher by 5.4%. So it's a good top line figure. Um, And I guess given the strong balance sheet, what I like, it's got healthy levels of debt. There's plenty of free operating cash flow and the company does offer a fully frank dividend paying about three and a half percent yield at the moment because the share price has come off lately. Great. So we've basically got two stocks here that both pay a dividend. That's good. And both have really good compelling growth forecasts, I would argue as well. Coming back to Capital Health, you know, one thing that I really do like about the business is that it has a really good track record of not only proving organic growth, but smart acquisitions to continue to take market share. And more recently, that's exactly what the company did with their acquisition of FMIG. Okay, so what is FMIG? Future Medical Imaging Group. So that's a strategic acquisition for Capital Health in the fact that it's it's right up their alley. It's in Melbourne and it has six clinics all in the high growth corridor west of the city. So lots of growth there that they saw. We want to add this to the overall portfolio. The deal is well thought out and well structured, given that it's going to add 10 new radiologists to Capital Health Family, three partial MRIs, so more to their suite already, and the six clinics as mentioned. So, But I think what's more impressive is the thought process gone out here into this acquisition because they have a really large and active pipeline across a range of cardiac, women's and neurospecialty health services. So, you know, you mentioned niche. I think that's a really good niche to be in, in the imagery diagnostic sector. So when you wrap all up this whole deal, um, the total purchase price came at around $56.1 million, including 6.3 in capital health stock. And the acquisition will add about 6 million in EBITDA or about 19% on FY22 operating EBITDA COVID affected. So I think it's a interesting and it was a surprise acquisition, which the market liked because on the back of the announcement made in August, uh, the stock closed up 5% of the day. That's really nice. And look, we do like a little bit of strategic mergers and acquisitions. So it's definitely one to watch for the next few months as we do expect the market to continue to be a bumpy ride. But with this comes opportunity, right? Exactly. So in summary, you know, we kind of alluded to this before, Felicity, but while interest rate rises, you know, cost living pressures increases, concerns on the stock market and the property market, like there's a lot of uncertainty out there at the moment. But at the end of the day, think about it, people still require medical services. It's quite a recessionary proof business and sector. And I think it's one you want to look at adding to your portfolio to help ride out this volatility. A bit of a no brainer for me. You know, I quoted those um, MSCI indexes at the beginning before I gave the conviction on the stock, but let's look at capital health and how it's done in the market. So in the more broader ASX or Lords index, that's come off 6%, about 14.5%. Capital health is obviously not 100% resilient, right? It does have some mark vol there, but it's come off less, only about 12.5% the same period. Good businesses have really been sold off with everything else. Like nothing's really been safe in this market sell-off, but for us, it's a good opportunity to pick up these businesses at a bit of a discount. So what is the, I guess, 12-month price target valuation? Where are you seeing this stock go in the next 12 months? So looking at valuations and I guess 
essentially share price predictions in the next 12 months, right? Yeah, show me the upside. (laughs) Well, this is it. The upside, the street has a consensus price target of 41 cents. Shore and Partners, we have a coverage on this at 48 cents and last traded price is around 30 and a half cents. So that's about 35% upside to reach the street consensus and we're more bullish, we're 58% to reach our shore valuation. Double digits, I like that, 58%, that's pretty good. So let's check in in 12 months on both of these stocks and see how they go. I hope it's a better 12 months. So really in our order pads today, guys, we've actually picked up two companies in two themes that we're really liking at the moment in this current climate. One, future-facing commodities and two, healthcare. Please remember, Felicity and I are financial advisors at Shore and Partners and our order pad are lots of fun when we chat about investment and financial ideas. Please note, as always, the discussion today is not constituted as personal financial advice. As always, go out there and seek your own advice or reach out to us. We'd be happy to have a chat with you about your portfolio and what you want to do with it one day. That's it. We're getting a lot of inquiries actually from listeners um, to review their portfolios and potentially put together some really good strategic plans uh, moving forward into this new year, 2023. Uh, Also, feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels or send us an email, which is displayed in the show notes below. Again, make sure you follow us on at Talk Money To Me podcast for daily market updates. Until next time. All right, that's a wrap. See you next time. Equitymates Investing Podcast is a product of Equitymates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equitymates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equitymates Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast or video. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website, where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.